You're listening to Rocket Night. This is Sharice with Rocket Night. We're here speaking with just Tommy. We spoke with him in the fall, like uh, fall 2021. We've been following him for, I'd say, a couple of years now, and we wanted to catch up with him to see what he's been up to and uh, catch up with all the latest news. First off, you've been playing at the Whiskey at Go-Go. Tell us about all these gigs you've been doing. Yeah, dude, I've been, I've been gigging out hard in LA. Um, I got, <laughs> uh, I played all over the place. I, my last show that I did was um, the day before Easter in April at the Whiskey A Go Go. And that shit was crazy. That was like, <laughs> you had a, a band too. Yeah. You? Yeah. It was my first time. I actually have a drummer now that lives in LA. His name is Zach the Drummer. Well, that's what I call him. Um, his name, his, his name is Zach Ryan. Um, he's an amazing drummer, but he lives out in LA. He's like a gigging, a gigging working drummer. And um, it was me and him, man. Mm-hmm. And ah, oh, man, that stage just has so much energy. Actually, that entire place has this amazing energy. When you walk inside of it, it's, I mean, every band that you can think of has ever played there, like ever. All these ghosts running around from the 60s and the 70s. There's this huge picture of Jim Morrison on the wall, which is crazy. Um, I read that Slash played there. Like one of his first gigs was like at the Whiskey A Go-Go and like he fell asleep in a booth and someone stole his top hat, I think. (laughs) I didn't know about that story. (laughs) Actually, I might be thinking the Viper Room, but I've also played there. So it's okay. Wow, I think of the what's his name that died there in the front of the Viper Room, River. Yeah, what's the River? Yeah, River. Yeah, yeah, River Phoenix, Johnny Depp's friend. Yeah. Yeah, I always think about. Yeah, yeah, they're um they're tearing that place down actually. No, are they going to build it? They're going. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, that whole corner area. There's like a like a market and like some other stuff. Mm -hmm. They're tearing it down and they're they're building a new like multi-purpose building. I think it's also going to be a hotel but then they're rebuilding the Viper club inside. I hope so because they that's are the institution. Yeah. And maybe, maybe they had to condemn the building. It was falling apart or I wonder what the deal was. Yeah. I don't know. I was there a couple months ago. I mean, they're still doing shows there, but um, I, it's an old ass building. <laughs> it's really old, really, really old. So like, I'm not surprised to your point. I'm like, mm, kind of old as now, shit. When you play live, how mm-hmm. What kind of uh, renditions of your songs are you doing or can you do? Just out of curiosity. Yeah, you'd picture me like when people picture me as like a solo act, they're always like, oh, so you have the bass drum and you got all the things tied to your knees and the cymbals. Nope, I have technology. So I have my backing tracks that I produce and my good friend Chuck Alcazian, my producer, 
Mm-hmm. Um, we put together um, backing tracks for specifically for my live show. So there's elements that are pulled out. Like my main guitar part is pulled out of the track so I can play it live. I can sing live. So I have backing vocals, um, bass, about a million and a half synths because I love synths. And then everything else is live. So my drummer plays live. Um, so Zach will play live. And then um, I do my thing and it works out pretty well. Excellent. Yeah. Now, you've been um, putting out a lot of singles in the last year and yeah. videos to go with them. Usually you do your own, which I do love your videos, but you're working with a company out of Arizona called what CNC Productions. Yeah, CNC Productions. Tell us all about them. God, this goes into the Just Tommy strategy. I'm so glad that you asked me about this. I love talking about about Chloe and Cheyenne. Mm -hmm. I love talking about my strategy, actually, because it's weird. (laughs) So one of the things that I'm big on, let me me give you a little bit of background of why. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I'm big on is diversity and inclusion. And specifically, thank you, thank you. And, you know, over 50% of my team is female, which I'm very proud of. Um, I'm working to make it mostly female. In fact, I love Zach, the drummer, but my preference would be to have a badass female drummer, quite honestly. I like would, you, I, Sherry. I, would drum. I know. Yeah. Well, and you know, it's funny is I got to find a drummer when I come out to Florida. But the point is, um, I know that's always on the drag the drum. That's the problem. I know. I know. <laughs> that's why I'm not a drummer. Too much gear. Um, Shit, I lost my place. What were we talking about? The girls. Oh, yeah, the girls. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love the girls. Um, So CNC, Chloe and Cheyenne, they are badass film producers, editors, filmmakers in the industry. I met them. I had the pleasure of meeting them at the Mesa Film Festival here in Arizona last year. Mm -hmm. And they were just getting out of film school. And I was like, dude, your work is badass. And they're like, your work is badass. And we became best friends and did karate. And then we started making music videos together. So I've got like a full album's worth of music. I did a whole bunch of music over quarantine. And then I just was in a waiting pattern of when to release it. And so now that quote unquote COVID's over, I'm going to get shot for saying that, but it's, (laughs) you know, quote unquote, now that things are back, at least live music is back. Music is back. Entertainment's back. I am, it's time, it's time. And so I've got a six week release cadence and that's kind of aggressive for me, but every single that I'm doing, I'm putting out a music video because it's important to me that how can I differentiate myself out there and sort of do things a little bit differently than maybe my peers or others around me. And I got some really, really good advice from a professional songwriter that I paid for a one hour consulting session. He said, don't waste your money on music videos. And so I said, I appreciate the wisdom and the guidance. And then I took that and I went in the opposite direction. You go. (laughs) I did because he said, you can't. And anytime I hear the word can't, oh, that revs me up, man. He didn't say I couldn't do it. Like you're not capable of it. He was like, you can't do it like that because you've got to like do this. And, And it was very you know, process oriented in his mind, but it was very um, sequential. You couldn't just like spend your own money and do a video. Like I own the masters, dude, I'm doing whatever I want. (laughs) 
Exactly. <laughs> the thing is, we're visual creatures. We like yeah. to see things and be entertained while listening to music. Yeah. Yeah. And for me as an ADHD kid, that is definitely true. Um, and that like is something that I have to keep reminding myself when I put things out. That is actually kind of one of those weird like double-edged swords for me because I want to get things done as fast as possible because I have ADHD. And so I procrastinate. I try to take, you know, shortcuts. I want to make things as efficient as possible, do the least amount of waste as possible or effort, uh, wasted effort. But then I also have to remember that if I do that, or once I do that, then I still have a blank piece of paper. Like I scale everything back by the time I'm like, I take everything out. So then it's not enjoyable as a product. So then I have to go back in and I got to add stuff back in. I got to remember, it's got to be entertainment or entertaining. Otherwise, why am I doing it? Like, I want to do it for me, but at the same time, I want other people to watch it. So, well, you do have a, a great sense of humor. We watch all your little TikTok videos. You seem to be more or less a media machine lately. Just, um, not just music, but just everything. And yeah. kind of a, a comedian that tries to give us wisdom or whatever. You want to talk about your little media machine? That you've been yeah, my media machine. That was that is so. So I've expanded my team over the last two years, and I've added. Um, oh my gosh, a wonderful, a wonderful social media manager by the name of Busy Parker, um, from Different Side Media, and you know he put it. He put a whole strategy together, and we've been building this thing. So like to get my sound, I worked with a producer, right? Expert in his craft, expert of the trade. In order to, when it comes to the media machine, I am a marketing guy by trade. Profession. Yeah. Yeah. I, yep. But I'm so close to this thing. Mm. I need someone else to help. I need someone else to help drive it. Right. So, mm -hmm. so I, I, we've got this thing together, right? So to find my sort of niche, mm -hmm. that's what Dizzy and I have been working on is putting these, these clips together of. I like science. I like fact. I like conspiracy. <laughs> I love UFOs. Oh, we could talk. We have talked. I could talk for hours about that stuff. But also at the end of the day, I'm a big fan of not taking myself too seriously. And um, that is at the core who I am is I'm a bit awkward. But that's why I wear the awkward shirt, right? That's yeah, why I designed and that, it. That was another one of my questions. That's become kind of your trademark. You came yeah. up with that whole thing, or yeah, yeah, I designed this myself. This is XML code. I'm a nerd. Mm -hmm. And I noticed uh, you have T-shirts. Even your your little boy has a little awkward T-shirt. Yeah, <laughs> you know our neighbor. <laughs> whole I family. live right next. Dude, we got a whole family of awkwardness. Uh, my best friend lives right next door to us. Literally, the house next door. Oh, wow. And um. And my best friend's wife made that for little Thomas, little awkward shirt. And I was like, where'd you find the font? She said, oh, I just typed like the regular font and it looked close. And it was like right on because I just used the regular font. It's, it's nothing wow. special. I did that on purpose. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's sort of like the embodiment of who I am is the awkward tech nerd guy. That's, that's me. Um, but I also, I, I like to have, fun. I like to party. I like to have fun. But, but like, you know, there's that line of, I think, how do I want to say this? There's that line of where people don't take you seriously that, that you have to really watch out for. And I, 
oh, I have not been successful on that path a lot. But now this is what we're finding is, you know, the sort of blending science with my awkwardness. It's kind of working. And, you know, at one point I did stand up comedy. I don't know if you did the if you knew oh, this. Or... I, did. I had no idea. Yeah. Like in my past life, I've done so many things. I've been so fortunate to where I. I don't know if it's fortunate or if it's a curse, but like I if I'm not learning something new all the time, I'm completely bored and I just get like depressed. And so like, yeah, yeah. So I did stand up comedy. <laughs> you were extremely creative. And I think if you were to stop it, would you would just melt away you have to be doing something it seems yeah i'm always busy i'm always going i lived in vegas for a few years where i was selling phones for verizon that's where I, and before that you probably wouldn't even know it or believe it but before that i was such an introvert so um it was about 10 years ago when i moved that that everything changed because i was forced to get out of my shell and and sort of embrace the inner nerd and then part of that also there's a message to it is um, what we've been putting out or what I've been putting out is it's literally me unfiltered. Those are like one take. Those aren't scripted at all. And yeah. And, um, we just find topics to talk about. And so we literally just hop on a call just like you and I are, and we record it Yeah. and then we just shoot the shit. And then, uh, that's what comes out is <laughs> it's just, Spontaneous. we talk about everything. It's spontaneous it and fresh when it's yeah. scripted. And that's what I love about it because, I did a lot of improv as a kid, like growing up, I was in theater and I did acting and I did acting <laughs> and I was not an actor. I just, I was interested in these things. And, and that's what I chose to spend my time doing, uh, you know, from the time I was like, besides music. So obviously I'm a musician, but theater musician, I mean, it all kind of goes. Well, you're this. very visual too. Your graphic, your graphic arts that you do, your videos. Yeah. I mean, I've always loved your stuff. You're very bright. Thank and you. Cheery and oh, <laughs> oh, you're gonna love this. I've oh, okay. So, can we talk about that for a second? So, yeah. so I'm putting out music videos with all my singles, and I've got, I've got one coming out. Um, best friend. Best friend. friend. I've got one coming out, mm -hmm. uh, July 8th, and then July 7th. It's gonna be exclusively with you guys with Yay! Rocket Night Magazine. I'm so so excited for that. That graphic that you did, did you design that with a dog? All right. No, but let's talk about that. This goes okay, back to our story about that. <laughs> no, this is perfect. This is perfect. Uh, when you have ADHD like me, you got to find ways to like transition back to the conversation. So CNC Productions, um, oh. Chloe and Cheyenne, their brother, also their employee, his name is Gavin. He is a graphic artist, an illustrator. And he, I, I commissioned him to, to do some artwork for me. It started with the, the cover art. And so that was done by Gavin. Adorable. It is so fitting too. I Thank love you. It. I love it. Uh, I, it turned out great. He, um, it's funny because that photo or that, what, illustration? It was yeah, based, illustration. Yeah. It was based off of a, a photo I did from a photo shoot. And so the original photo is me literally in that same position with my guitar mm -hmm. against a brick wall, but I didn't have a dog. I didn't have an eye patch or a cool vest <laughs> <laughs> or the apocalypse wasn't then. Um, yeah, so that's, that's, uh, that's how that happened. And then I did the text treatment to the, the best friend. I like to do my own text treatments. So 
So when it was written, my best friend, was it about a dog or who, who is your best friend or your wife or who is it? it? You know, it's funny. Let's talk about that for a minute. Okay. My, I told you we had a lot to talk about. <laughs> yeah, we've got so much. Yeah. So this song originally, let's talk about what I'm realizing about myself and my music is like what I think I'm writing down. Okay. Let me back up. When I write, in fact, I literally am just writing right now. I was just finishing recording and bouncing something before we got here. So I'll write it down and then I'll assign meaning to it sometimes. So I'll write nonsense and then I'll just kind of clean it up. And then usually a picture will start to form and, and then a memory will, it'll trigger a memory. Right. And then, or a thought and I'll grab onto that. And so this, Initial concept of best friend was about your best friend. Like literally I put myself in the context of childhood of being a, a child. Um, I wrote it. Jen was pregnant. I was doing a Charlie Puth songwriting class and this is what came out, but it was about like remembering those feelings of meeting somebody new. You're on the playground. Like I remember at least my story was I was four years old and was on the playground playing literally in the sandbox we had those back then and you know because in arizona there's not much to do but play in sand <laughs> and you know you meet the kids for the first time you're in this group and and it's awkward and weird and you're like do you want to be my friend and then you you build this relationship and then you get excited to see them you're like oh my gosh it's my friend you want to hold my hand and come play and then that evolved because Further in the song, we realize that that's how relationships are. And so it's it's not just about best friend as my best friend. It could be your partner. It could be, right? And and that's that's really, you know, you hear it all the time. I, I married my best friend. Jen married her best friend. Jen's my wife um, in this story. <laughs> and in real life. Um, and so that that really was the evolution of the song being transforming from those childhood feelings of meeting somebody, seeing somebody and saying, I really want to meet them to as an adult, seeing somebody going, man, I, I wonder if they, if they want to know my name, it'd be cool. And then you start thinking about things or I start thinking about things in my head about um, just building that world out. And, and so then it became about relationship. <laughs> and then now you know, now that Thomas is born, little Thomas Oliver, the Green Power Ranger, um, little Tommy O, he could be my best I love friend. The name Oliver too. I think it's adorable. Thank you. Isn't that great? That your, is that your middle name too? No, my middle name is William, but um, Oliver is was Jennifer's grandfather's oh. first name. Oh, I love it. Love it. Thank you. Yeah. So we've got family names for him. And then Dizzy let me know that Tommy Oliver is the name of the Green Power Ranger from the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. So, oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah. And so then my mom sent me this the other day, which is a Green Ranger Mighty Morphin Power Rangers action figure in the mail. That well, was we nice. Know what, we know what the bedroom theme will be. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's more of an inside joke, but it's <laughs> kind of like. Back to the best friend. Sorry, it's best real, friend. It's a real synth pop mm -hmm. uplifting thing. And the whole time, it's funny you mentioned about friendship and children and all that. I picture it as, as in a Disney film. You know, like the, the when the credits are rolling or something, yeah. kind of like um, 
what are those little creatures that talk to each other all the time minions yes minions. Yeah. thank you <laughs> yeah something like that where there's a friendship between characters and yeah have you um ever thought about getting your music into the movies yeah i'm super syncable that is definitely on the docket in fact um part of my team i have a I have some people that are dedicated to doing that. And um, as soon as we get through this busy release cycle, that is the, that is the next thing that we want to talk through or not talk through, but actually look into, um, which would be um, sync licensing for TV and film. It's, it's being talked about. It's being worked. Good. I mean, to me, I picture that, you know, like being in a movie and then you know, becoming, um, like then they usually nominate for Oscars and things like that. Once you get it into a movie or something. Yeah. I would love to, I would love to be involved in that. (laughs) I want an Oscar. Who doesn't? (laughs) Uh, I, I don't know anybody that wouldn't want one. I thought about making like going out and like having some plastic awards made just to make myself feel better. But then you can put them behind you. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's, it's really more about like people will believe what I tell them to believe. I think that's, you know, we're talking about manipulation. <laughs> so you're making a video now for my best friend, correct? Mm, yeah. My best friend, we shot the music video for it with CNC. We had a, we had a crew of nine people, um, two wow. weekends ago. Yeah. Nine people, which was awesome. I feel really good about that. <clears throat> yeah. We, nine people, we shot this thing in the heat. There's a hundred and 117 degrees when we shot it because we shot it the the concept okay so all right here's here's how this here's how the dog comes into play so the the concept of best friend is the single concept which is sort of you know the relationship aspect of things take that to the concept of the music video because the way that that Cheyenne and Chloe and I work together is I don't have any ideas when I first talk to them and I send them the single and then I, they just pitch me, right. They just, they, they put ideas together. They use their own visuals or visualizations. They come up with their own sort of, that's their processes. They're like, okay, what's speaking to me? What visualizations pop up as I'm listening? Because you said it earlier, we're visual creatures. We listen to music as we're right. As we're doing stuff in your head. And that's, When I was seeing, when I was listening to my best friend, I'm, wa- I'm seeing myself walking out of a movie theater yeah. during the credits of a Disney film and it's playing. That's what Dude. I pictured. I would love that. I love Disney. If you know, shout out <laughs> Disney. <laughs> um, so Chloe and Cheyenne came up with the idea of, um, you know, movie I Am Legend with Will Smith, one of my favorites. Uh, post-apocalyptic. They pitched it and immediately that outfit came to mind. Isn't that crazy? The like the vest and everything. Like I had that visual before anything else. And then, uh, well, because I, I had that because Gavin had created the art, but that's where that all came from was they said, let's do post-apocalyptic. And I said, done, do it, send it. Mm-hmm. Um, and we shot it. We shot it in, in, it was like this industrial building on the back of a church here in Phoenix. And this building is like the mechanical building that houses these massive, massive air conditioning units. I mean, like bus sized, school bus sized. Chillers, they're called. Yeah. Is that what they are? You probably, oh, yeah. I'm new. So we're in there in these chillers, like hanging around. It's like 115 degrees because it's Arizona and we live in the desert and you know how hot it gets. Oh, 
but you know what? We made it through. We were safe. We had like swamp coolers. We had ice packs. We had fans. I mean, these, the girls and the crew just did an amazing job making sure that everybody was safe because my number one priority is on these shoots safety. Um, so we got through it and we shot it. It's post-apocalyptic. It's like, you know, I am a scavenger the world somehow ended. And then I lock myself out of my own little house. And, you know, I find a dog who's this roaming dog and I'm scared. I don't know if he's going to eat me or not. And so we form this bond and the, the movie, the movie, the video, the music video follows that journey of, the, the the relationship building part i guess all aspect all aspects of it of like fear and then okay you're cool and then we're friends and then bonding and then he's my best friend did you have a dog actor we had a real dog that has oh god can i talk about this is this okay yeah His name no, is... i want to hear about it is okay so we got a dog and he's a trained dog and he's got more followers on TikTok than I, he's got 51,000, 53,000 followers on TikTok. He's an influencer. He is. We got a dog influencer and best friend. And his name is bear K nine underscore bear 2018. That's his TikTok. I'm going to look him up. <laughs> and bears, bears dog, mom, Dawn. So he's this trained dog and he is a, uh, like a, like a police dog. And, um, yeah, man, like the full thing, they had like the pouch, they had like all the calls and like the tools and the, it was pretty cool. Whenever I think of animal actors, I think of, I say this, these animals were humanely treated in the film. They always have yeah. that, that graphic or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. That. <laughs> Yeah, we didn't do anything. Oh, I could totally make a joke about star. that. Bear the star. Bear the star. Yeah, bear the star. And uh, Bear wants to do radio interviews, I was told. So um, we're going to try to work on that. That's funny. That yeah. Funny. I can't wait to see the video. Honestly. Oh, my gosh. Me too. Thank you. It'll be, well, you know when it'll be out. It'll be out on the on the 8th, 7th right. on Rocket Night. But um, I just... Here's something for you that I haven't told anybody yet. I just made a lyric video for the song last night. You did? Yeah, it's up on YouTube right now. It's oh. it's unpublished, but it's it's private. And I used, obviously it's a lyric video, but I used all the behind the scenes video footage that we took. Oh, so so like the making of or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Oh, goodness. Yeah. So when you were making the videos, you have someone filming you guys making yeah. videos okay yeah this is how crazy i get with my strategies when i pay the film crew to film me i pay someone else to film them filming me so. <laughs> well you're documenting that's crazy <laughs> uh, i live my life like i'm in a movie full time i'm like i just pretend like there's a film crew following me around and then for like 200 bucks i pay some kid with an iphone i'm like hey watch this film it so um to close the interview, yeah. Uh, tell, tell us what's coming up in the summer and maybe even the fall for for you. More singles, more videos, yeah. any um, live gigs? What's going on? Oh my gosh, so much is in the works right now. So let's talk about singles and then we'll talk about gigs. Is that okay? Sure. All right. So for singles, obviously, of course, Best Friend is coming out on July eighth on all platforms. The music video 
is going to be exclusively available on Rocket Night yeah. on July 7th. Um, and then after that, in another six weeks, I've got another single that's going to be coming out and it's called Driving Me Crazy. It's a bit more rock, oh. which I think that uh, it's uh, it's fun. It's a good it's a good bop. Um, it's about, uh, you know, being in a relationship and having to leave because someone drove you nuts. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> it's definitely a departure from the last couple of singles that, but, um, but it's still fun. It's so, oh, I love that song. So I'm going to do a music video for that one as well. And then live gigs. Here's what I got coming up for live. So I'm working on, um, booking some shows for july here in phoenix and then i'm looking at september end of september into october for florida maybe up the east coast into i don't know maybe indianapolis and maybe into detroit wow in, yeah cool. yeah cool. yeah so i'm working with some people my team is working with some folks they've gotten me in contact with some folks so we're setting things up right now but it's looking good for the end of the summer into the fall for just Tommy live. All right. You were just one media package, music, graphic artist. You, you do it all. Oh gosh. Yeah. I forgot about the whole media thing. Thank you. Yeah. We're working on that's all um, like what would happen if we're, I'm, I'm delving into the world of like what would happen if I was the last person on earth and then like the survival skills that you would need. And, um, you know, what would actually happen. So we talk about meltdowns of, um, nuclear reactors. There's 440 nuclear reactors on earth. Did you know that? And if nobody's there to maintain them, those uranium rods, they rely on water to stay cool. Mm -hmm. They do. And that water has to go out someplace. Too. Go out someplace. So there's still people that are involved in that, in that, uh, you know, process. And so when they're gone, you're going to have meltdowns anyway. So we talk about that and it's, it's like, what if, but it's got a little bit of a humor, like a humorous twist, because it's not like you guys are all going to be dead. I'm like, well, I survived because ugh, there's that whole joke that I, that I have of like, I'm going to be alive going through everybody's stuff because <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm nosy. So I, I'm looting. like, well, what if looting? <laughs> I, I don't know if I'd be looting. I would just be like, I wouldn't take anything. I would just be like <laughs> dirty and just move on because I'm curious. I'm a voyeur, <laughs> I'm a voyeur. except there'd be nobody to watch. So I'd have to just like be like, oh, I know what they used to use this for. Uh, go through the drawers. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Hide your stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I've got a lot coming out. So just you watch. All right. Well, thank you for joining us and bringing us back up to speed. What's going on with the Just Tommy team. I mean, you're like you said, you're a one man music machine and uh, we just want to keep up with you. Yeah, thanks, I appreciate thanks it. a lot. Thank you so much for having me.